The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Born to be Breastfed with your host, Marie Biancuso. Our program aims to help you bust through the breastfeeding myths and ensure you and your baby enjoy the breastfeeding journey. Over the next hour, we'll help you figure out how to overcome the obstacles you might encounter and how to incorporate breastfeeding into your busy life. Now, here is your host, Marie Biancuso. Hi, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuso. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm the host of Born to be Breastfed, and you are my wonderful audience. Thank you so much for being there today. I'm really glad to be back with you. Actually, last week was a pre-record because I was um, out doing a, uh, a course. And in the course of doing the course, how's that for wording? One of the things that finally dawned on me is that I've seen this over and over and over for many years now among not only mothers but also among nurses and other healthcare professionals that people often seem to be unaware of the cues that babies give in relation to their feeding needs and their feeding capabilities. And so I I guess that to some extent, I've always thought, oh, probably everybody knows this, and yet I realize that people don't. Uh, Linda in my office has six children, and she said, well, I just always thought that when the baby cried, that was how I knew the baby was hungry. And she said, I guess all my friends thought that, too. And what she said typifies what I've heard so many times. So what I'd really like to talk about today is a little bit about early feeding cues and then talking about other feeding cues other than just crying and also those cues that the baby is ready for food other than just breastfeeding. So to give you a little rundown then, I'm going to talk about it in segments And as you know, babies grow and develop at different rates. So don't necessarily feel that your baby must be exactly this or exactly that at exactly thus and such a time. But rather, think in terms of these blocks of time and realize that some babies give subtle cues, some babies give very distinct cues. And some babies will do that cue at this particular month. Other babies, maybe a little sooner. Maybe a little later, that's okay. All babies are unique. But I think I can give you some general parameters here. So what I'm going to do then is to help you to recognize those signs of readiness for solid foods to distinguish for you the difference between the late and the early feeding cues, especially for the newborns. It's not quite as obvious with the other babies. And along with that, 
I'm hoping to help you to match the, the feeding and hunger cues and satiety cues to the baby's age so that you know that at thus and such a time, pretty much your baby is going to have those cues. And also to just give you sort of this whole idea of what happens with feeding cues and signals from birth to about 12 months. Now, you know before I even start that I'm going to be heavy on that first month and those first three months because that is really, honestly, if if you don't figure it out then, it's... Uh, it's much more difficult, really, when the baby is very little and his uh, cues are more subtle. After that, I am assuming that it's a little bit easier for you to read. So I'll, I'll spend a good amount of time on just the beginning parts. So first of all, as you may know, the word newborn doesn't just mean the time at which the baby climbs out of the mommy. No, no. Technically, a newborn is a newborn for the first 28 days. So it's during that time that I'm going to talk about that newborn period, but then I'm going to expand that a little bit to the zero to three months. So let's start at the beginning. Let's start with those subtle or maybe not so subtle feeding cues, depending on your baby. All righty then. First of all, as soon as the baby is awake, that is your first cue that the baby is hungry. Babies don't do a whole lot other than eat and sleep in those first few weeks. So if the baby is awake and if he is in that state that they call the quiet alert state, what you'll see then is that the baby might be just gazing just looking around, and he has that bright look on his face. That's it. He's hungry, and that is a wonderful time to be able to just offer the breast. You might notice that he does an oral searching reflex. Now, I can't really mimic that over the radio, but they kind of stick their tongue out over the lower gum line, and they they keep doing it. It kind of goes, blah, I want you to try to imagine, as I just said those funny syllables, that if that my tongue was going out every time. That's what it's like. That's exactly what it's like. And so when you see that, that is one of the, the signs that the baby is hungry. About that time, he may or may not suck on his fist. And if he's sucking on his fist, that also is an early sign of hunger. Now, when uh, when you see those things, don't wait for him to go further. But in fact, he may go further. For example, uh, you may see, oh, I forgot to tell you also, rooting. Rooting is not the same as sucking. When the baby is rooting, it's that he has a stimulus, a trigger, 
on the side of his cheek. And so it may be your finger. It may be somebody else's finger. It may be the sheets. It could be anything. And when that baby feels that stimulus on the side of his cheek, he will root towards it. Rooting is not something that older babies have. They only have it for about the first two or three months. But they will, in fact, root towards anything. I've often chuckled that uh, as a hospital nurse, if I pick up the baby, he's rooting towards my uniform or my scrubs. And I, I'm saying to him, no, honey, there's nothing coming out of there. Trust me. Okay. But but they feel that. And that's why they go towards it. So those are some of those really early signs. Kind of the next thing is that you will see motor activity that is more than just the hands, more than just the fist. You will see that the baby will do what I call riding the bicycle. You'll see the the feet and the legs start moving just as if he was riding a bicycle. And sometimes you'll see the arms with that as well. If you could imagine yourself maybe on an elliptical machine where you've got your legs and your arms going at the same time, it may look like that with the arms as well. So any of those things are early and that that motor activity is sort of a little bit more than early. And then you will see some other behaviors. Then you'll see the tight clenched fists, not just the fist that went to the mouth, but now it's much more tight. And there is a, uh, you'll see that especially in the hands and the arms that the baby is very tense. Any of those kinds of things are a sign that the baby is hungry. Notice that I've spent the last, oh, yikes, I don't know, six or so minutes talking about just the early hunger cues, the very last sign is crying, okay? Now, once the baby has actually been fed, then you want to look for signs of satiety. I preach all the time the importance of audible swallowing during feeding, People will say, oh, well, you know, if the baby's getting enough milk because he's got wet diapers or so many dirty diapers or what, whatever, whatever. And the answer is, yeah, I don't know that for quite a while. What I know immediately is whether or not the baby is swallowing. If you hear swallowing, that is usually a good indicator that the baby will become satiated or full. If you do not hear swallowing, I can promise you the baby will not be satiated. He will not be satisfied. He will not feel full and he will continue to be fussy. Now, the other thing that I often talk about is changing gears. You will not see this in a bottle-fed baby, but in a breast-fed baby, what you'll see is that the baby will get on and he will, or, or maybe he's not even fully on yet, but he will make these little tiny sucks, suck, 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 suck. And he will make these little flutter sucks and there will be many of them and they will be very fast. And he's not really getting any milk at that point. He may have a little slurp or two, but nothing substantial. And then he will go from those little tiny flutter sucks to these long, slow, rhythmic sucks. 
And then you will hear suck, suck, swallow, suck, suck, swallow, suck, suck, swallow. And, and when you hear the swallow, especially in a baby that's any more than about, um, well, I would say more than 36 hours old or so, you will be able to hear that gulp. It's not soft anymore. Now, sometimes the baby is swallowing before the the mother can hear him, or the father might if he gets his ear right down there, and I can because I'm used to hearing it. But honestly, once the baby is about 36 hours old, once the mother has a good supply of milk, and once he goes into this second phase of suck, suck, swallow, that's very rhythmic, you will hear, and there will be no doubt in your mind, but what the baby is, in fact, getting milk. Okay, so another sign of, so oh, then after he has that, uh, the long, slow, rhythmic socks, then he will go back to those little tiny socks or he'll just fall asleep. And sometimes they do a little bit of both. Sometimes they'll go back to the little tiny flutter socks and then a few minutes later they just kind of fall asleep. And when they do, you will see that the baby's uh, affect becomes so much more relaxed. The body is completely relaxed. And many of my colleagues refer to that as milk drunk. Uh, The baby will take himself off the breast rather than you taking him off. Those hunger signs will disappear. You will see that his arms and legs will be very relaxed. He will feel drowsy or possibly be sleeping. And then, in fact, you have a baby who has excellent signs of satiety. And you can feel pretty confident that your baby has had a good feeding. So be real clear on all of those signs. I'm going to talk a little bit more about your newborn when I come back right after this break. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Breastfeeding Outlook, owned and operated by Marie Biancuso, is America's premier provider of breastfeeding education. If you're a nurse, lactation consultant, dietitian, midwife, physician, doula, or other professional, Breastfeeding Outlook is your source for SERPs, nursing contact hours, and CEUs to meet your certification or licensure requirements in all 50 states. Join Marie at a seminar in one of many U.S. cities or learn online. Marie has helped thousands to pass the IBLCE exam on the first try, and she can help you, too. Call to find out how to get an easy payment plan for Marie's IBLCE exam prep course. And if your hospital is seeking the baby-friendly hospital designation, we can help you with that, too, through expert training and value-based consultation. We have a variety of packages to meet your needs without breaking your budget. Sign up for a live or online course or inquire about training today. Please visit breastfeedingoutlook.com or call us at 703-787-9894. Evidence for your practice starts here. Visit breastfeedingoutlook.com or call us at 703-787-9894. Do you enjoy listening to Marie Biancuso? 
Do you think your staff would enjoy listening to Marie? As the past president of Baby Friendly USA, Marie currently offers baby-friendly training programs, online only, live only, or a combination of live and online education. If you are tired of listening to a boring lecture in a dark room, watching bullet point slides with a brief chance for questions at the end, come and enjoy a truly interactive learning online or live program with Marie. Call Marie today at 703-787-9894 to find an option that works for your staff. Cancer is not something to be taken lightly, but instead of being talked at by doctors, medical providers, and others, wouldn't it be nice to hear from a host who has worked at the cancer coalface for 38 years as a caregiver, supporter for 14,000 patients, and who has had the experience of having a life-threatening condition herself? You will hear the stories of survivors and other people who work in breakthrough cancer medicine. Navigating the Cancer Maze with host Grace Goller will help you with the facts, planning, and grief experienced with different forms and stages of cancer. Listen every Friday at 12 noon U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Born to be Breastfed. To reach Marie Biancuso or her guest on today's program, please call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuto. Thank you so much for joining us, and welcome back to Born to be Breastfed today as we talk about signs of hunger and satiety, hunger cues as related to behavior, and all of that in the context of how old the baby is. So I just finished up by talking about those signs of hunger and satiety in the newborn, that is, in the first month. But we all know that there's a little more to the first um, three months than just uh, the first month. So I'm going to broaden it out a little bit here. So all of what I just said still applies, but I'll take it a little bit broader into those first three months. I do want to mention, though, that the signs of approach are not exactly the same as signs of hunger, but they are important. So when I teach my courses, I usually separate these out. So I will do the same for you, but they are are important as well as the signs of avoidance. Let me run down for you the signs of approach, or sometimes they're called the signs of engagement. That is, the baby is ready to engage. You'll see that tongue extension that I talked about. Sometimes they'll just put their um, hands uh, sort of coming towards the, the middle of their body, or sometimes they'll try to put their hands on their face, or sometimes it's actually that they kind of cross their ankles, kind of like cute little old ladies, you know, will will cross their ankles to be ladylike. They might uh, pull their body together, much like you would say is a fetal position, not really, but they become a little bit more uh, tucked in as opposed to stretched out. 
they make those mouthing movements that I talked about, and they do suck. Now, if you look at some of the seminal work on this, uh, you'll see that Yovnes Mogberg talks about these as signs of approach, and she talks about it in terms of the social interaction. So as I understand her work, it is about being having a social interaction. Oh, by the way, feeding is certainly what that baby does. Now, signs of avoidance, uh, these signs are telling you that the baby has had enough, all right? I notice this especially when I'm working with very premature babies, but you can certainly see it with babies who are term as well. Watch when the baby starts to yawn. That's usually a sign that he's saying, you know what, kind of like, go away, I'm about done here. I I don't really want to eat anymore. Or he may be doing some grimacing, He may be saying, I'm a little overstimulated. Sometimes you'll notice that the baby sneezes. And usually the mother says to me, oh, he's got a cold. No, not so. Newborns don't get colds. That just doesn't happen. But he may have a little mucus in there. That's certainly very possible. But sometimes the baby is sneezing because he's a little overstimulated. One thing you'll notice, especially with bottle-fed kids, is that they will do hiccuping. And if so, that also can be a sign that they've just plain had too much going on. Sometimes you'll see them do some spitting up. You don't really see that a whole lot with breastfed babies, but if you do, it may well be that he's just a little overstimulated. Or you'll hear the baby sighing. I'll try to do it for you. He goes... Try to imagine him having a word or two to follow that. The word or two would be, would you go away? I'm done here. Or sometimes what you'll see is they will throw their hands and their arms in the air and the the fingers will kind of splay out. And those two things might happen separately or simultaneously. Now, most of these signs of avoidance that I've just given you, I, I usually see them when the baby is bottle feeding rather than when he is breastfeeding. But I am acutely aware that some of you may be uh, using your own milk in a bottle. And if so, you should be especially alert for this. And truly, as I said, I think it's a little more dramatic when it's a baby that's preterm, but it certainly can be with any baby. All right, so these things continue, as well as the other things that I want to talk about, which are uh, what else the baby will do when he's hungry in those first five months. Um, well, actually, I think, I, I think of mostly what I said about the first month, I think would go for at least the first three months, possibly even four or five months. But there is something that changes enormously Right around the third or the fourth month, depending on how your baby reacts. And that is that about the end of the third month, the sucking reflex disappears. And that's important because 
if you have if you are thinking that you need to go back to work and you have breastfed your baby and you want the baby to take a bottle in your absence try to get him to take the bottle before that third month or certainly by the end of the third month but don't start it too early all right if you start it too early that's not good either but let me just focus right now on sort of that third month when that sucking reflex disappears up until then he has been sucking reflexively you get something towards his mouth and what does he do he wants to suck not so when he's right around the four months neighborhood or so then it becomes more conscious more deliberate and also that rooting reflex has disappeared about this time too so those are important as related to the i guess i would say not so much the hunger cues as just the fact that this is how the baby is developing this sequence of skills that he has in order to get food so let me talk about that the the satiety as related to the first several months all of the things that i just said before but as the baby gets a little older what you'll see also is that when he's had enough to eat he will start to seal his lips together it is like a little zipper that just got zipped shut and he's saying no but actually sometimes you can see that in newborns as well it's just it's not quite as obvious but it is there the other thing you'll see is that babies will turn their heads Yes, you may have seen a little earlier, but now it becomes really apparent. If they're full, they will turn away from it. They will simply decrease their sucking or they just get really really slow. You know, they suck a little and then they're just kind of done. Sometimes what you will see especially with the bottle fed baby is that they will literally spit the nipple out. and they're trying to tell you something usually what i see then is that the caregiver sort of tries to fool around with the rubber nipple and you know kind of stroke his lips and stroke his tongue with it and stuff and they're trying to get him to take more please don't do that this is not the clean clean plate club but this is when the clean plate club can begin babies should not be urged to take more food than what they want Breastfed babies will self-regulate their intake. There is no question about it. With bottle feeding, no. Okay? So don't force him to take more because he's trying to tell you, "No, I'm pretty done here." So again, that's something that I think you're either going to see later or you're going to see primarily with the baby who's got the bottle. So then, Let me launch into a little bit on what happens when you get to about the fourth month or so. Then what you'll see is that when the baby is by now he's got breastfeeding pretty much down to a science, all right? And you've got it pretty much down to you know when your baby is hungry and you start getting him to breast early and often, early and often and he does pretty well. Okay, well all of that is good, but then when he gets on, he tends to be more interactive by about 
you know, again, it depends on your baby, but somewhere in the neighborhood of late three months, early four months, you'll see that he starts to gaze at you. He'll start to do some little cooing and little, you know, little syllables kind of while he's uh, eating. And by the sixth month, you'll see that if you're trying to give him soft foods, he'll actually be moving his head towards the spoon. Or he might try to swipe the food towards his mouth. But that is a little bit later. So let's look then at the baby in the four to six months neighborhood for the satiety. All of the things that I just got through saying, but also by the four to six months, you'll probably have a baby who will become much more distracted. And that will happen whether he is breastfeeding or bottle feeding. He's kind of like, oh, there's this really cool thing over here that I want to look at. Oh, I'm on the mother's nipple. Oh, well, take the nipple with me. So sometimes you got to watch out for that because they do become a little distracted. And uh, the other thing that they'll sometimes do is... um that they'll become a little bored. If they're done with the feeding, they can become a little bored. And then they start playing. So just kind of watch for those things as probably indicating that the baby has done about as much as he's going to do. He's satiated. And by now, he's just kind of, you know, as I like to say, kind of hanging out. And I generally tell the mother, it's okay if he's still there. As long as you understand that by now, it's just for comfort. It's not necessarily food because he's exhibiting all of these signs of satiety, signs that he's satiated or satisfied or full. Okay, then. I hope this has been helpful. I'm Marie Biancuto with Born to be Breastfed. When we come back, we'll be talking about the baby as he approaches the five or six months neighborhood. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this short break. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Breastfeeding Outlook, owned and operated by Marie Biancuzo, is America's premier provider of breastfeeding education. If you're a nurse, lactation consultant, dietitian, midwife, physician, doula, or other professional, Breastfeeding Outlook is your source for SERPs, nursing contact hours, and CEUs to meet your certification or licensure requirements in all 50 states. Join Marie at a seminar in one of many U.S. cities or learn online. Marie has helped thousands to pass the IBLCE exam on the first try, and she can help you too. Call to find out how to get an easy payment plan for Marie's IBLCE exam prep course. And if your hospital is seeking the baby-friendly hospital designation, we can help you with that too through expert training and value-based consultation. We have a variety of packages to meet your needs without breaking your budget. Sign up for a live or online course or inquire about training today. Please visit breastfeedingoutlook.com or call us at 703-787-9894. Evidence for your practice starts here. Visit breastfeedingoutlook.com or call us at 703-787-9894. 
have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Do you enjoy listening to Marie Biancuzo? Do you think your staff would enjoy listening to Marie? As the past president of Baby Friendly USA, Marie currently offers baby-friendly training programs, online only, live only, or a combination of live and online education. If you are tired of listening to a boring lecture in a dark room, watching bullet point slides with a brief chance for questions at the end, come and enjoy a truly interactive learning online or live program with Marie. Call Marie today at 703-787-9894 to find an option that works for your staff. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to Born to be Breastfed. To reach Marie Biancuso or her guest on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuso, host of Born to be Breastfed. Thank you so much for joining us today as we talk about feeding cues. So up until now, I've talked about pretty much the baby who is from about zero to five months old and the whole idea of how you know that the baby is hungry or you know that the baby is satisfied. And those cues, while similar, are a little bit different depending on the baby's age because, of course, their reflexes change and also because some of their abilities change. So, for example, the baby who's just plain old, more interactive, as he becomes up up to that four or five months neighborhood, is a lot different than a baby who's four or five weeks, uh, who's, you know, really not as, as interactive, certainly. So, uh, what I really want to look at right now is the whole idea of reading the cues of when your baby is ready for solid foods. So... I think that most parents know that for years, the World Health Organization said that the baby was ready for soft, semi-soft, or solid foods by the time that the baby was four to six months old. And then they've kind of said six months old, and the American Academy of Pediatrics has six said six months old. And I don't necessarily agree with or disagree with any of that. What I'd like you to understand is this. It's very difficult to put an exact time moment that the baby is ready for those soft, semi-soft, or solid foods in addition to breastfeeding. I can think of one mother who said to me one time that this today, that today, the baby was six months old. And she tried to give her some solids, and the baby just absolutely would not have anything to do with it. She she just didn't like it. She wasn't going to do it. and. The mother, of course, was worried that she was giving the baby something she didn't like or that she, the mother, was doing something wrong or that somehow there was something abnormal that this baby just wasn't accepting the food. 
And I said to her, well, I suppose it's possible that she doesn't like what you're offering to her or the way in which you're offering it, but I kind of doubt it. I would say, let's back up. Let's look at the kind of readiness that the baby is exhibiting for the, the fact that she's actually ready for food, ready for something other than um, the just the breastfeeding. So if you're going to start complementary, and that's what they call them, complementary food, uh, you really need to look for some signs of readiness, okay? So then, one of the things that I would suggest that you do is look for, first of all, these developmental signs of the fact that the baby can sit up pretty well without substantial support. And by that, I mean, if you've got her in a high chair, that she can sit in the high chair. Yes, she's got a little bit of support from behind her back, but I mean, she's pretty much there by herself. Is the baby moving her her, uh, jaws up and down in a chewing-like motion? Because that's one of the things that the baby should, munching movement, I suppose you could say. If they can actually do that, then they're ready. Is the baby starting to develop a pincer grasp? And by that, I mean... Can the baby put food between her thumb and her index finger? She doesn't have to do it really well, okay? It can be kind of sloppy. But it's the idea that she's trying to use the fingers um, in order to get the food. Here's another one. Is she trying to uh, either, how should I say, when, when the parents and the family are eating, does she look uneasy? Does she start to look like, hey, what about me? I, I'd eat that stuff too. When she starts to look a little uneasy or eager or whatever it is you want to call it, then I would say, think about maybe she is ready. Has she lost that tongue thrust reflex that I talked about a few minutes ago? The tongue thrust reflex, she will push the solids out of her mouth. So if she's not doing that, then it means that she's not going to push the food out of her mouth, so therefore she's ready for solids. Does that make sense? Okay. You don't want her being counterproductive for herself. So tongue thrust and the rooting reflexes begin to disappear. Um, she will have had a substantially less gag reflex. Now, all of us certainly have some gag reflex, but it won't be that really super, super gag reflex that they have in the first three months. And here's another thing. Is she able to draw in the upper or the lower lip uh, when the, the spoon is removed from the mouth? And by the way, if it were my child, I would say, don't even try the spoon the first time. The first time, just put something like um, like a little piece of banana, just a little smushed up, you know, you can kind of just smush it between your own fingers and 
hold that out to her. She might do better with that the first few try times than a spoon, which is hard and doesn't feel like a breast. So you can try that. And when you do get that spoon thing going, see if the baby is opening her mouth when she sees the spoon approaching. All of those kinds of things are indicators that, in fact, the baby is probably ready for solids. By now, she has a much more mature uh, digestive tract. You may not realize it, but actually, your milk will have changed so that it has more casein in it, whereas when the baby was a brand newborn, it was more of the whey. And you know the way in the casein, the water and the curd. Little Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet eating her curds and whey. The curd is the casein, okay? So even your milk has changed. That's because her digestive system is more ready, and therefore she's also ready for those other foods that you can put in front of her. Now, along with this, and I don't exactly know how to integrate this into my explanations for today, but you should be at least aware of when babies have growth spurts. Now, all babies are a little different, all right? But pretty much in the neighborhood of about 7 to 10 days, somewhere around 3 weeks, and another one around 6 weeks, another one around 3 months, some people say around 4 months, and then around 6 months, and around nine months. Again, these are just some rough figures, ones that I've known and, you know, read and observed. When your baby has a growth spurt, your baby is going to want to eat more frequently and more with a more voracious appetite. So look for those cues as well. So then, what you're going to see is pretty much all of the stuff that I've just been talking about with your signs of hunger and your signs of satiety. Um, I was trying to think if I just missed something. The the pincer grasp, I do want to, to qualify that. It'll take longer before the baby gets a nice, neat pincer grasp. But you want to see her using her fingers and her hands to actually grasp the objects. And you also want to see that she's going to recognize that spoon and open the mouth. She won't do this immediately, but uh, eventually she does start to recognize that that means open her mouth and do her thing. Uh, So back to the story about the mother who said, she's not ready, I'm doing something wrong, and so forth. Basically, the baby was not exactly ready right that moment at exactly the six-month mark. And I I know the mother was very uneasy. She kind of said, but the pediatrician says, the pediatrician says, and I said, the pediatrician is right, but the baby is just six months old today. And so it may take her a little bit longer before she's ready. And sure enough, about 10 days later, the mother called me all excited because guess what? The baby was ready to take the the solids or the semi-solids or whatever she was offering. I can't exactly remember, but here's the thing. 
the the baby is not necessarily going to be ready at exactly the moment you think. And 10 days may seem like trivial to you, but it's a really big deal to her. So really go ahead and try to just cut the baby a little slack. Look for those developmental signs of readiness, which may or may not be on exactly the moment that she turns six months old. And you realize, of course, that the baby, according to the American Academy of Pediatrics, needs to have solids or semi-solids or soft foods by the time that she's about six months old. One of the aims at that point is that the baby needs to have a little more iron. And so foods, meaning complementary foods, are one way in which to approach that. Okay, and let me just see here. Oh, the other thing that you'll see, this is pretty obvious, I suppose, but watch and see that the baby will actually reach out for the spoon or reach out for the food. Sometimes it's just there and there's no spoon, but she will reach for it. Or the other thing is she may use her finger to point to the food. Watch for that. If you see your baby pointing to the food, she's starting to become or is ready, developmentally ready to go for it. Again, I think that you will see that the signs of satiety will especially be that you'll see that she slows down with the eating and sometimes they just plain old clench their mouth shut and just push the food, literally take their hand, push the, the food away. Then don't force her. Don't add to her you know, possibility for weight gain that she doesn't need. If she says she's had enough, trust her. She's the best judge of how much she needs. So those are some cues that you can look for at about that six-month mark. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this short break. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Breastfeeding Outlook, owned and operated by Marie Biancuso, is America's premier provider of breastfeeding education. If you're a nurse, lactation consultant, dietitian, midwife, physician, doula, or other professional, Breastfeeding Outlook is your source for SERPs, nursing contact hours, and CEUs to meet your certification or licensure requirements in all 50 states. Join Marie at a seminar in one of many U.S. cities or learn online. Marie has helped thousands to pass the IBLCE exam on the first try, and she can help you too. Call to find out how to get an easy payment plan for Marie's IBLCE exam prep course. And if your hospital is seeking the baby-friendly hospital designation, we can help you with that too through expert training and value-based consultation. We have a variety of packages to meet your needs without breaking your budget. Sign up for a live or online course or inquire about training today. Please visit breastfeedingoutlook.com or call us at 703-787-9894. Evidence for your practice starts here. Visit breastfeedingoutlook.com or call us at 703-787-9894. Do you enjoy listening to Marie Biancuso? 
Do you think your staff would enjoy listening to Marie? As the past president of Baby Friendly USA, Marie currently offers baby-friendly training programs, online only, live only, or a combination of live and online education. If you are tired of listening to a boring lecture in a dark room, watching bullet point slides with a brief chance for questions at the end, come and enjoy a truly interactive learning online or live program with Marie. Call Marie today at 703-787-9894 to find an option that works for your staff. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to Born to be Breastfed. To reach Marie Biancuso or her guest on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuso. Welcome back to Born to be Breastfed. I'm your host for this evening and hope that you are finding this informative as we talk about cues that your baby is getting, giving to you about hunger and satiety, readiness for solids and other kinds of cues. Now, just a, a couple of clarifications that I wanted to make, which is... Um, the baby moving her hands or, quote, looking for it, um, just remember, that is a good thing. And it's a sign, but it's not the only sign. And so sometimes what happens is that sign is present, but the baby isn't showing those other signs of readiness from a physical standpoint. Do you know what I mean? So if the baby still has that tongue thrust or whatever, then you've really got to kind of look at this whole thing as a package. And I also want to caution you that before you give solid foods, make sure that you understand how to safely do that. And I don't really have time to go into that today. But I want you to make sure that you're cutting things into small enough bits and, you know, that sort of thing. So anyway, um, uh, also want to talk a little bit more about the breastfed baby in particular between 7 and 12 months. One of the things that you will see with breastfed babies when they get into the 7 months neighborhood or 8 months or thereabout is they start to do what I call digging. All right. They know that the mother's breasts are underneath her shirt. They can smell it. And they know that they've been there before, and they know that they want to go there now. So when you start to see your baby doing what I would call digging, it's a sign that she is ready to go for the food. Okay, life is good. Now, one of the other things that she starts to do or that you may teach her to do is to use a word that she wants to nurse. And some parents will do sign language, and that's fine with me. I just want to tell you, though, that sometimes for some people that's objectionable because the sign for nursing actually looks more like milking a cow, and some people just don't like that sign, and that's fine. You don't need to teach your child any of that stuff if you don't want to. But understand that your baby will develop a word for nursing, or you may teach her one. I think it is very appropriate that you give her a word like nursing, that would be fine. If you're good with that, I'm good with that. What I want you to realize is that if you casually 
use terms for breastfeeding that you would not want the child to use in the middle of the supermarket <laughs> or the middle of the park or the baseball game or the whatever, okay? If, if that's a word that you don't want her saying at the top of her lungs, then make sure that you are not saying it because by this time, the baby will start to pick up on your words. So if you want to say nursing, that's fine. If you want to say milky, that's fine. If you want to say Mimi or any other of the things that I've heard over the years, all of that is fine. And certainly, if your kid says booby, that's okay with me, but I just want to make sure that you know that that is a word that she might use in an environment that might not be something that you want to announce to the world. So, Watch uh, for that digging, watch for the asking, and of course, as babies become substantially older, that is, they're old enough to walk, and maybe you always uh, nurse the baby in a particular chair, by the time the baby walks, you may find that she will lead you over to the favorite chair. And of course, some babies walk early and some babies walk later, Uh, but that would be certainly another cue that you would see later on. Uh, also in this 7 to um, 10 months neighborhood, you may see some stuff that is a little unfamiliar to you. And by that, I mean, for example, uh, a nursing strike. Many parents mistake a nursing strike for weaning cues. And you really need to be able to discern this very carefully. Sometimes a baby just has a day or two when she just doesn't want to nurse. For one reason or another, she doesn't want to nurse. She may have an earache. It may be that the neighbors are sandblasting their house next door and she's just moody because of that. It may be because there has been Christmas or some other holiday where there's a lot of excitement in the house. It could be any of those things that might set her off. And some parents never know why their kid just suddenly has a nursing strike. But a nursing strike will usually come on very quickly. And what I would suggest that you do with that is realize that if it comes on quickly, that's probably a cue of a nursing strike. If the baby is in that 7 to 12 months neighborhood, or or even if she's later, but very often that's when it does happen. So look for that. And generally, if you take the baby into a quiet place, get rid of the distractions, turn the lights down, just cool it then you may find that she may, in fact, go ahead and and get back onto nursing. In the meanwhile, you may need to express your milk because otherwise you're going to start having a problem there and that's not what you want to do. You, You want to keep your milk supply. So that is also a possibility that may happen and it is definitely a cue that you need to be able to read. Uh, By the way, I just this moment thought of something that happens right around four months, and I forgot to mention it, so I will do that now. Around four months, the baby starts patting the breast, which is different from digging. When the baby starts patting the breast, I know that you may think of that as just a cute baby thing, and it really is a cute baby thing, but actually, if you look at the work of the thiocin and colleagues, one of the things that you'll find in that study is that actually it increased prolactin levels, which of course helps the mother to maintain her milk supply. 
So there's a bunch of stuff going on there that you just really want to be alert for and realize what it is that your baby is trying to tell you and what it is that you need to do in order to meet her need in relation to her developmental skills, her developmental readiness, her feeding interests, either positive or positive, meaning she is interested in feeding, she's hungry, or that in fact, nope, she's had enough, she's done here. So then, I don't know where the time goes because always, it always seems as though we just don't have enough time to talk about everything we need to talk about. But in general, I think I've covered pretty much as as much as I want to for those first 12 months. And just to say to you that um, I, I should also tell you that about 18 months, that's when metabolism slows down and the baby isn't actually as interested in food because his growth is slowing down. And so you may see that as well. But other than that, I think that you're pretty much set for being able to read your baby's cues. I've had a really good time today. I hope you've had a really good time. I would like to remind you that we are here every Monday night. My guest next week will be Chris Jepson, and she's going to come and talk to us about relactation. She has actually breastfed an adopted baby. Chris is a registered nurse and also a registered dietitian, totally wonderful woman and very insightful. I know that you will enjoy that show. I really look forward to seeing all of you if I happen to be in your town for whatever reason. And in the meanwhile, I would just like to invite you to visit my website at borntobebreastfed.com for a preview of what's coming up next week. And if you're interested in professional continuing education about breastfeeding and lactation, remember, I'm your source for evidence-based practice and education on the web and sometimes in your city. Again, that site is borntobebreastfed.com. I'm Marie Biancuto. I promise I'll help you to cut through the myths and clarify the facts about breastfeeding next Monday, same time, same channel. In the meanwhile, remember, your baby was born to be breastfed. Have a great week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Born to be Breastfed. Please join Marie Biancuzo next Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. This week, do its best for you and your baby.